look. I 100% agree with you on that. And I, we all have that monster in us. We all can embrace that lower self and become that. Embrace the animalistic. Good with you. Yeah, I'm good, man. Uh, I had just... That's what's up. A minute ago, I played a video about the the, the kid who uh, did the school shooting and the parents seemed like they was on the run and stuff and they're charging the kid and the parents. What you think about that story? Yeah, yeah. Say, man, I saw that. Oh, uh, <clears throat> you know, I saw that, bro. And, uh, boy, it seems like every time I get on here, I'll be, I be rough, man. I just come off my little tour on the road. But uh, good. <laughs> yeah, but man, um, I saw that man, you know, and um, the let me say this: the parents and the children both look look crazy as fuck. In my per in my personal opinion, um, I know that there's people out there that may say the parents should not be charged with this or that, but just following the story and 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 with my wife working in the school you know they get these reports and you know um come to find out the parents didn't pay attention to some underlying issues that was taking place uh, i think he had th made some some threats or this or that i don't really know the whole backstory but um you know it's sad man um <clears throat> most people will probably say the parents shouldn't be charged but i mean i think that if we do start holding parents a lot more accountable um maybe some of this shit will stop you yeah, know what man. i'm saying i mean because I, at the end of the day bro you know i'm a i'm a very active father in my children's life yes i'm gone <clears throat> away at work you know for six or seven days a week but when I'm here at the house, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm all I'm all daddy. You know what I'm saying? Like I get up in the morning, I prepare their breakfast, I prepare their lunches, I prepare my wife's breakfast, her lunch, I pack her bag, I know what she's got in her bag, I pack my kids' backpack, you know what I'm saying? Homework or whatever that's left on the table, I <clears throat> I uh organize it. You know, if it's my son's, I put it in his folders. I, I load up their backpacks. I know what they're taking out of this house. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's what and, I'm know, saying. For the two or three days that I'm at home, I know. And it's just, it's about, <clears throat> you know, I have, there's a lot of parents that say, oh, well, you know, we work and this and it. Say, man, my wife and I both work. I am, I haul liquid hydrogen for a living across the country my wife works in a middle school she works a full-time job you know what i'm saying from eight to pretty much she don't make it home to five o'clock so from eight to four thirty she's at work you know what i'm saying so and she still comes home you know come home cook dinner do homework with the kids you know what i'm saying talk to the kids about their day you know you know it's it's about what you do in a day it's about it's about what matters to you you know what i'm saying like 
the old folks have always said things that are important to you, you will make time for, you know what I'm saying? And I just feel like parents nowadays are just so distant out of their children's life, bro. It's just, it's crazy. And the reason I can, I can say that is because my daughter is middle school and when her friends come to the house, they see how I interact with my daughter. You know what I'm saying? They come to the house, bro. And I'm like, I'm, I, I give her, I don't care because her friend, I give her a hug, I give her a kiss, we wrestle and fight and play and talk, you know, talk shit to each other in here, you know, uh, I prepare lunch for her and her friend, it can be, man, it, it can be 10, 15 kids in my house, you know what I'm saying, I prepare lunch for her and her kid, her and her friends and, you know, and I play and I wrestle with them, I take them out, do things together, bro, and it's just, every one of her friends that have ever came to the house, they're like, oh my God, like, you should, they tell my daughter all the time you should be thankful like my dad never does this for me you know my dad works a lot and then when he comes home he doesn't want to be bothered with me you know what i'm saying like i work a lot you know what i'm saying i'm pushing a 100 plus hours a week you know what i'm saying like i work a lot but when i come home i don't bring work home i leave that shit where it's at you know what i'm saying like when I come home, I'm about my family. If I get home at four in the morning during the week, I stay up. I get home. I take a shower. You know what I'm saying? I'll, you know, chill out till about five thirty, six o'clock. I get in here, like I say, make their breakfast, get their breakfast, get them up, get them ready for school. You know what I'm saying? My eight-year-old, I get him in here, brush his hair, lotion him down you know, uh, help him brush his teeth, make sure he's brushing his teeth right, you know, get their lunches packed. So I'm tired as fuck, bro. I made, like, I got home yesterday, Thursday, uh, Wednesday. I got in town, had to do a safety meeting after 100 plus hours of work, driving all night to make it back to Houston, done a safety meeting, came home, went to the bank, went, got Christmas gifts for my wife, Stayed out all freaking day. I didn't lay down and go to sleep till 11 o'clock at night. I made sure my kids were fed. I made sure they were bathed. I made sure they got to bed. I made sure to hug them and kiss them and tell them I love them. Have a good night, sweet dreams. Before I went and laid down, you feel me? Like I was up over 24 hours by the time I laid down, you know? So me personally, bro, I think... It may sound harsh, but I think parents should be held a lot more accountable because a lot of parents don't know what the fuck their kids are doing. You know what I'm saying? You're not finna be, hey, bro, I have them old school values, bro, like how mom and them, like, nah, you don't close no doors in my house. You know what I'm saying? You in your room, nah, open that door. I need to know what the fuck you doing in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm checking. You know, like, I'm, I'm checking, like, for real. You know, like, I'm checking. It's as simple as that. My kids have all of the latest technology and gadgets, cell phones, this, that. Like, I'm checking. I'm going through their phones. You know what I'm saying? What are you talking about? It's not, I'm not invading your privacy. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what, what you got going on? I'm paying for this phone. You know, what are y'all talking about? You know, like, I, I literally do that, bro. Like, and my kids, have a real good understanding my daughter she's like oh you ain't got to work like <laughs> she good 
you know, like, but I'm also, I'm honest with my kids, bro. I tell them, I tell them about the world and how things are and how you, how you should be and just everyday life, you know? And uh, like I say, you know, I know I went on a little rant there, but like I say, bro, I feel like parents should be held a little bit more liable because maybe some of this will stop. You know, we had a school, I live in League City. We had a school shooting that was very close to home a, a couple of years ago down in Santa Fe, Santa Fe High School. You know, uh, my wife coworker, which is the, um, one of the crisis counselors at her, at her school, her son was in the classroom where the girl who the guy was flipping out about got shot and helped save her life. You know, that shit hit close to home, bro. You know, my, my wife works in the student center in the assistance in the assistant principal's office. So students are in and out all day. Her door is open all day. It's not locked. It's not closed. Students have access. I worry about her every fucking day. You know what I'm saying? I worry about my daughter who goes to my wife's middle school. You know, she's a sixth grader there. I worry about her. You know, we had threats um, yesterday. Yesterday, there was threats, you know, of a school shooting at her school. You know, they had to lock the school down. They had to bring the SWAT team in. You know, they had to bring the fucking dogs in. You know what I'm saying? Like, the school was literally locked the fuck down. They searching students. They got dogs. You you see fucking SWAT team and shit. You know, because my wife's job is literally five minutes from my house, right down the road. It takes her three minutes in the car to get to her work. And, you know it's threats like this you know and that's that's the one thing that i love that texas has done you make a threat like that and they find out that it's you you're being charged as an adult don't give a damn if you're a sixth grader you're being charged as an adult they taking that shit very serious bro you know what i'm saying <clears throat> but <clears throat> it's just yeah to me it's pure cowardness dog like Man, you know how it was growing up. You know, I was the I was the little fat kid in school. You know, growing up in the hood on the north side, you know a nigga got bullied. But I had to learn how to fight, like motherfucker. And then I had to learn how to cap on the motherfucker. You gonna talk about me, bitch? I'm gonna hit you where it hurt. I'm gonna talk about your mama, your grandma, your brother. And then after that, if you want to fight, we can square up, catch a square. You know what I'm saying? You know, put your hand on the hot dog stand, nigga, because I'm a damn sure slap your mama. You put your hand out there, I'm finna slap your mama. Nigga, you know how we did it in the hood? Your hand was your mama, nigga. Your mama finna get dick. I'm finna put dick all in your mama face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, it is what it is. We finna fight it out. You know what I'm saying? That was after getting your ass whooped a couple of times. I can't tell you, I got my ass whooped plenty of times in Tidwell Park, goddamn, and had to had to walk that shit out because I couldn't come home to you and Leafa because I know y'all was going to beat my ass and make me go back out there and find a nigga and fight the nigga like, now. Shit, nigga, we finna get with it. But we fought, nigga. We used our hands, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Whooped your ass. And after that, we was in the cut, sneaking, smoking weed together, doing something. <laughs> yeah, it was it. Like, nigga, I whooped your ass. It is what it is, bro. And we might as well be friends. We didn't already fought. We might as well be friends with each other. But now it's about they coward, bro. These kids are cowards. They are cowards. They, they, to me, if you ask me, a lot of these kids suffer from, and I and I hope I'm saying this right. 
but they suffer from Asperger's, you know what I'm saying? They're socially awkward because their parents allow them to stay cramped up in their room, playing a fucking video game, playing Xbox Live, talking to somebody through a fucking headphones and microphone. Like, nah, dog. You know what I'm saying? We got outside. We got active. You know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody came and told mama that I was in some shit, more than likely, I was in, I'd done that shit. I was guilty as charged, man, because we was outdoors. We was doing whatever, you know? These kids don't do shit, bro. They they sit like <clears throat> they don't even know how to like dog. I see this now. Like grown men don't even know how to talk to women, man. <laughs> oh, can I get your number? And they're texting them. I'm not finna text you. I hate texting. I can't. <laughs> I'm not no hunt, no thousand word a minute ass person. I'm finna call your ass. I'm finna I'm finna mind fuck you real quick. You know what I'm saying, like. I'm not finna text you. You know, it's just the society that that we're in, man, and your voice has to be louder than the world. And you gotta know you gotta know what's going on with your children. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to sit them down. When they come through the door, you know what I'm saying? That's sometimes my daughter and my wife works at the school, my daughter. There's sometimes my daughter comes through the door, then she got a frown on her face. She she walking flat footed, stomping out. Hey, what the fuck your problem? What's going on? Talk to dad. What what happened? We we can talk about this, but what you're not gonna do is go slam a dope. Let's talk. What happened? You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna get I'm I'm a, you know, I'm gonna give you the real about it. Like it is what yeah, like I, I wanna know what happened. Communication communication is key. And and I think that I agree with you about them holding the parents accountable because that's what they need to do as a deterrent, because these parents need to know what the hell they're doing. And a lot of times it's not having a gun secure. So many different things happen for your kid to go shoot up school and you not know nothing about it or whatever. Come on now. Or couldn't have prevented it. You should. Why, why, why was the gun not locked up or whatever? You know, a whole, a whole lot of questions. Why you didn't know what the hell your kid was doing? Your kid wasn't. Have you been paying attention to your child? Do they do they seem like they want to kill people and shit? Do, do, do they need counseling or something? Like seriously. Yeah. And man, I'm gonna tell you something else. This whole bullshit about getting off on insanity. I was insane. I was bullied. I was this. I was that. Say, man, that's premeditated murder, because. If somebody bullied you or was bullying you for all of these months and Sundays and years or whatever, what it, which have you, and you go home and you know your parents have weapons that you have access to, you can go unlock the gun safe and you put a gun in your backpack and you come to school with a gun in your backpack. How in, are you come to school or you leave the house early? and plant the gun on the property of the schoolhouse how in the fuck do you get off on insanity that is a that is pre premeditated fucking murder bro you have thought this shit out how in the fuck are they getting off that ain't no insanity you know what i'm saying and that is that is not insanity bro that 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 was premeditated you thought you thought about this shit you feel me you went home and you know that your parents have guns in the home and you know the way to solve to, to shut these motherfuckers up that's bullying you or that's picking on you or that's or that's capping on you, cracking jokes, laughing at you and this and this and that. 
you know in your mind, okay, I'm gonna shut this motherfucker up and you go home and you wake up extra early and you take a gun out the gun safe, a loaded gun, a load, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dog, you coming into school with an AR-15? Ain't no way you walking on campus with an AR-15 or AR-10. There's no way that gun is too big. So it's premeditated. You're planting these guns on the, on the premises. Are you breaking these guns down? These, and, and, these little kids are smart enough. And that detail. That's I premeditated think, murder, bro. I, I think that detail is important in the fact of the matter of a lot of people's argument is always like, well, the security, this security, that, you know what I mean? They, why they didn't check his backpack? Or how but you can't, they, the they, 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 can't, they can't say that. They can't say that because, see, look, people have been lobbying, especially in states like California, Colorado, Oregon, Washington State, all of the, you know, Nevada, all of these different places, they have been lobbying to get campus police off the property because they say that it's an intimidation to the children. Yeah. So you're taking campus police, the protection, the security, you're wanting to remove them from the premises of the school. People are lobbying about this. But listen, you know what I'm saying? This point, is a real thing. But my point is all that there's no metal detectors in these schools. You, you do need a certain level of security. But my point is that the, the problem has to be fixed in the home. The, it's a home problem. So if you want to fix it, then you need to go, you know, go into these people's homes, not really go into their home. But that's what you need to be. Your focus is you get what I'm saying? Prevention, because yeah. Because yeah. the security at some point, the security ain't gonna be enough. <laughs> well, if yeah. the nigga, if the, the nigga right. might just decide to be on the roof across the street from the school and just snipe the security and just be sniping kids and shit, like it's so many different ways that they could get around pretty much any system that you would come up with. So yeah, you know, I mean, and, and and but but think about what you're saying. There's plenty of ways for them to get around any system you can come up with. So in order for them to get around that system, that is not insanity. That's premeditated. So you just kill eight people, 10 people of your uh, of your uh, peers of your group. You should not be getting off insanity. You feel me? You should not be. In my personal opinion, you know what I'm saying? Like. I don't really necessarily want that child that's going around at this school shooting and killing people. I want them to walk him off the premises. I want him to go through the court system. I want him to go see what it is in the in the in the jails in the prison. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think that they should have protective custody. Because you that's know a, what I'm saying? If you walk in the school with a gun, that's a deterrent too. You know, it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. consequences for them these kind of actions like severe consequences for these kind of actions you can't yeah, keep you, should these. Be, you should be locked up with these with these goons in the prison you should be locked up because guess what you going around killing and shooting up a school somebody that's locked up i don't care what nobody say man you could be a they could be a deadbeat out here in the world but when they get in prison and they lock behind them bars, life hits them. Mortality hits them. You know what I'm saying? 
and they think about, man, I got children out here in this world. I ain't shit. I ain't ever been shit. I ain't ever done shit for my kids, but I want my kids to live. You know what I'm saying? So it's like somebody like that that's doing these type of things. Why put them in PC? You 17 years old, you go on the you go on the school and you shoot up the school, you kill one person. You and you call yourself a man or a woman, you need to be locked up with the adults. Ain't no PC. You know what I'm saying? And it needs to be known wherever he locked up at on the cell block. Now, nah, don't kill him. We want him to go through the court system, but tear his motherfucking ass off the frame. But don't kill him. You know what I'm saying? Like, it needs to be, it's not, I know this may sound like I for an eye, but it needs to be more consequences behind their actions, man. You taking innocent lives. These kids' life ain't even started yet. You feel me? Like, their life ain't, ain't even started yet. You know, you ruined your life by a choice. You made a choice. So your life is, at that point, is in the hand of the justice system, which the justice system, is, with the systemic racism and, and all of the bullshit that, that, that's in that, in that system, they getting away, in my opinion, scot-free. I worked in the penal system. I worked at the prisons. You know what I'm saying? You get off on a you you kill eight people and you get off on insanity. Guess what? They they are in they're not in a regular prison. They are in a psych ward prison that has AC heat. They eat the best. They get the best medical around the clock medical. They get the best medications on the market that people out here that 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 work every day can't fucking afford to get. You know what I'm saying? People out here that's got real fucking problems with depression and anxiety and 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 all of these things can't get their hands on, they get it locked up in the prison system. Like, you know, it's just, to me, it's, it's, it's ass backwards, bro. Like, it's, it's ass backwards. This world today is just, it's, it's ass backwards. You know, somebody like that, you know, you should have a, you should be, you, you should get life in prison to think about what you have done. You know what I'm saying? Or you should do 30 years on death row to think about you didn't murder these people. Their life didn't matter when you was doing that. You should get 30 years. You got to live 30 years knowing one day you got a day you going to die. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it, it, as crazy as that may sound, bro. That's just how I feel, man. Like, you know, these kids, they resort. <clears throat> they resort to just going out here and, and, and doing, and that's, you know, and, and I can't even, if I'm going to speak on that level, I can't even just speak about in the school systems. I got to speak about, you know, in the neighborhoods, you know, these kids that's, that, that's just, you know, this society of kids nowadays that's just pulling guns and rather than handle a situation through communication or just fighting, you know what I'm saying? Like we thought about things, before we acted like you know what i'm saying i'm not finna just go out here and, and and grab no you know what i'm saying grab no gun and shoot and kill you because you didn't whoop my ass or because you 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 didn't square me up you know what i'm saying like they had these kids like men i'm not gonna just say kids man these these dudes out here now nah, they, they just don't have no heart bro you know what i'm saying they don't have no heart if you fight one-on-one -on -one fast square and and somebody whoop your ass, you just get your ass whooped, man. You just take you take that L. That's a lesson. Like okay, he 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 outdid me. He was a little bit stronger than me. He outsmarted me. He was a little you know a little bit more. 
more well trained than I am. You know what I'm saying? But you know, people always say pride, man. Pride to get pride to get you fucked up. You know, like it's just it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. I I personally think the parents should be held accountable, in my personal opinion, with that situation. I think they should be held accountable. You know, um, yeah, they should definitely. I I mean, that's all I got to say on that part. You know, I think they should be held accountable. You know. Yeah, man. Um, it, you got to deter those parents from doing that shit. The other video I played after that was the Putin Ukraine thing. Had you heard anything about that? Putin, Biden, Biden and Putin had a video call the other day, and they were talking about the Ukraine conflict. Oh uh, man, I don't really know too much about that. Um, to be honest with you, I don't. I'm going to just be honest with you, man. And this shit may sound completely dumb, bro. But, like, I mean, I listen to certain things and a lot of shit I don't listen to. Like, I have become, I've bec I'm not going to say I've become numb, but I've just, I've become, how do you say it? Like, this person, like, if I can impact the people that I encounter, whether that be on a daily basis or just meeting somebody, having a conversation with somebody. If I can impact those people, like, that's what I'm about. Because worrying myself about everything else and trying to fix everything else, man, you just, you drive yourself nuts, bro. And, like, I, I really haven't paid attention to it, you know, like, to be quite honest with you. Uh, the conflict on that on that issue, like I haven't paid attention to it, and I'm just being honest with you. Yeah, and like I've been well, out of pocket. Well, what about like the vaccines? Uh, the other video I played was the talking about the vaccines in Africa, and you know, sharing the patents, the intellectual property, so that those people can produce the um, vaccines themselves if they want to. Um, you're talking about in Africa? Yeah, different countries in Africa. I mean, I think that if they're gonna if they're gonna have a vaccine that they're that they're gung ho on that's gonna help you or you know, when it comes down to this this virus, you know, I think why not give the why not give the patent, why not give the full on information on how these people, you know, in these other countries can vaccinate because in Africa, there's a lot of villages and things of that nature, you know, uh, why not be forthcoming with the information, you know, like you can't vaccinate the few and then leave these people out because, you know, if y'all, if you, if, if the governments around the world are pushing for everybody to be vaccinated, then why not give them the proper vaccination? You know, um, you know, I have my own take on the whole vaccination deal. Um, you know, uh, my views are not, I guess, you know, are, are I would say popular um, because a lot of people feel that I'm dumb as hell that I have not taken the vaccine, but. 
for me, I'm not taking it. You know, I, I don't want to take it. Um, there's been enough scientific proof that shows that the vaccine, I mean, it does not, it does not help. There's been enough people to get sick, you know, after having both rounds of the vaccine and booster shots that still contract this virus. So, you know, like I had it, you know, I dealt with the coronavirus and, you know, um, you know, luckily enough, my symptoms and what I face wasn't, you know, as worse as a lot of people that have lost their lives. And, you know, uh, God rest their souls. You know, I, I hate to see that people have passed away and have suffered so severely to where it cost them their lives, you know, but at the same time, you know, <clears throat> for me and my house, I'm not taking it. I'm not giving it to my children, nor my wife, you know, um, but I feel like it should be out there for anyone who believes in it and who wants to take it. They should be able to get the proper treatment. You know what I'm saying? The way I feel, that's my take on it. Anybody I, that believes that I this 100% is agree with the you power that be that's going to. They sh the people need to, the households need to make the decisions on their own and you can't do these mandates. They just, another video I played earlier was um, the mandates, the Biden mandates, the lower courts kicked them hoes out and called them unconstitutional. How you could, the specific one they was are. you have to make, if you have a business over a hundred people, you have to make everybody get vaccinated and shit like that. So they was like, <clears throat> no, nah, no, nah, unconstitutional. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean it. It, it is, you know. I mean, it, it. friend, but you know, if you ask me, I mean, the Constitution has been down in the dumps for you know for years. You know, I can't even just say that it has been any one administration. You know, there's been a lot of things that has happened over several presidents that was unconstitutional that went against our constitutional rights and things of that nature you know um but yeah you know forcing somebody to take something is ridiculous you know and um you know and and now mandating their, you know now you body. got it's like a violation of your body yeah, because you they're know. penetrating you with that shit because you have to you're forcing you to yeah. forcing them to they're forcing you to take this. And then it's like, regardless of what anybody feels about the whole thing, it's like the problem is them forcing you to do something that you don't want to do with like your physical ass body. You know what I mean? How can another yeah. man tell you to, yeah. to, you know, and you don't know yeah. everybody's you know, circumstances. Everybody's circumstances is different. Yeah. But you just yeah. want to make no, a blanket. Most definitely, man. A blanket decision and then for the everybody. Fact of, yeah. Well, that, that just goes back down to this whole administration, you know, and my personal opinion, you know, this administration feels like government knows best and government should be in control, should be in total control of your life. Yeah, you know, uh, they know what's best for you as a, as a human being. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's just how they feel, you know. And so, you know, as as uh, 
as citizens, as human beings that, you know, I feel like whether you take the vaccination or not, you should not allow them to control your life. Who are they? You know what I'm saying? Like they are supposed to be elected officials that the citizens elect and vote in, you know, but it also, you know, for me, it just goes back to, um, I feel like people put in their trust in man. You know what I'm saying? Putting their trust in this one man to, mm -hmm. you know, that he he's the say he's the savior. He's the mm -hmm. he's gonna he's the everything. He's mm -hmm. gonna make your life better. You know, and it's like you know, and that that like that pisses me off, man. Mm -hmm. When it comes to our nationality of people, our race of people, it's like you got like y'all say y'all woke. And you want to see a change and this and that, but you don't want to be the change because you still believing in a fucking white man. Like, I'm sorry, America, for the white people that's listening, but it's just you're putting your hope in a man and a, and a man like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how about we be the change? How about we come together as a race? Because we're so fucking brainwashed and divided as a race like we literally fight against one another fight against it kill each other you know what i'm saying don't have no respect for one another is not willing to help one another you know what i'm saying we'll walk right by our brother that's sitting out like this is me bro i'm gonna tell you this is me when i walk through downtown on a date night with my wife and there's a homeless person sitting out there you know what I'm saying? And I could have some leftover food from us at a restaurant or something like that. We going back to the hotel or whatever. And, and I see them sitting out. Hey, man, you want this food? They say, nah, man, but I would take a few dollars. Most people will keep pushing. I don't give them that few dollars. I'm going to give them what they want. Who am I to judge? You know what I'm saying? Who am I to judge? Who am I to say, man, he just going to go smoke it, go drink it up? Say, man, you never know. You giving that man a dollar. Or $2 could be the change in him. Could make him say, man, this person believes in me enough. He gave me a couple of dollars and I know I want to go smoke it up or drink it up. But you know what? I'm going to do something different. I'm going to hold on to this. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go buy me a shower. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to do something different with this money. You know, and that's just how I look at it, bro. Like, I don't. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? If I feel led in my heart to give somebody that's that's panhandling or somebody that that's out there, like, I don't care what you do with it, bro. Like, if I give it to you, I give it to you. I don't care what you do with it. You know what I'm saying? What you do with it is what you do with it. I gave it out the, out the kindness of my heart. You know what I'm saying? Because I had a little extra to share. So once I give it, you know, it's there. That's like, when I give something to somebody and, and they want to tell, man, I, I sure appreciate, you know, I'm going through this. Hey, man, I don't need to know what you're going through. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm glad I was able to give you something. You know, now you make it do what it do. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's you have to stand out here for another couple of hours or another few days to hustle up your change that you need to get to wherever you're going, you do that. But you don't have to tell me what you I understand by you being out here. Obviously, there is a need, whether there's an addiction, whether you're, you're, you're sincere in what you're saying. It's not it, I don't need to know that you be blessed. I wish you well. 
I wish you, you know what I'm saying, uh, good health. You know, I hope you stay safe out here, man. You know what I'm saying? And it is what it is. I don't, I don't need to know. I don't need to know. I don't need you to give me a story and this and this and that. Because if I feel led to give you something, I believe in my, my faith is strong enough. And I believe in my heart that that's God that led me to give you something. And mm -hmm. I'm going to give it. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that I don't care what you're going through, but <clears throat> I give it because I was led to give it because when I see them people, I don't give a fuck, man, how much I got. I make great money. I hustle. I do other things to make little money here and there and there and that. But I never say that I'm better than them. And I resonate with them because we was there at one point in time. I always look at it this way, bro. Like, and I know this may sound negative or this may sound contradicting to what I'm saying, but I always look at that person and say, you know what? Even though I have what I have, I'm one paycheck away from being where you at. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I can lose it all. I can lose it all. That's just like this past week. I was out on the road. I'm asleep. I wake up. Motherfuckers been charged over $3,000 mm. on my bank account. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, then charge, then hit me up. Motherfuckers buying iPads and this and this and that. And that's what made me really be like, man, y'all some dirty motherfuckers. I can see if you was buying food, groceries, or trying to get toys for your kids, but you buying iPads and shit, motherfucker, you got me fucked up. Nah, we finna go and dispute this. Hey, look here, close that eye. That wasn't me. And I hope y'all catch the motherfuckers that did it. Yeah, for real. You know what I'm saying? I hate people who you still know. like that. Yeah. Hey, check this little clip out right quick. You know. Check this clip out. Let me tell, tell me what you think. What's up? Yeah. Yeah, we don't have to watch it again. What you think about that? That shit being uh, uh I'm trying to figure out what what happened in that part because it was kind of a little choppy. All right, I'll play that little part. Clip. He headbutted the guy. He headbutted the the CEO. Yeah, I seen that part. Now that shit does happen when you work down there. That's a part of it. That's a part of the job, man. <laughs> like he headbutted the shit out of that dude. <laughs> Oh, yeah, S Smollett. Actor Jussie Smollett was found guilty on Thursday of staging a hate crime against himself. Prosecutors said it was a bid for the one-time star of the TV drama Empire to gain sympathy and boost his career. I knew this nigga was going to get <laughs> Lied to police when he told them that he was accosted on a dark Chicago street by two masked strangers in January I knew this dude was going to be like... actually paid $2,500 to stage the attack in an effort to raise his show business profile. Special prosecutor Dan Webb described the actor's account of what happened as ridiculous. Mr. Smollett would not have lost this case as he did today unless the jury found that he lied to them. And so that was something that I was very proud that this jury came to the conclusion that he's guilty. Uh, and the fact that he came up with a completely uh, ridiculous story to explain his misconduct. 
the jury found Smollett guilty of five of six counts of felony disorderly conduct, one for each time he was accused of lying to the police. When he's sentenced, the actor will face a maximum of three years in prison for each count, although he could be given probation. Legal experts say he will probably not spend any significant time behind bars. Smollett's lead defense attorney, Nenye Uche, still backed the actor's innocence after the verdict was delivered. I feel 100% confident that this case will be uh, won on appeal. Unfortunately, that's not the route we wanted. From the first day of this case, his case has been prejudged. His case has been tried in the media, uh, and it's unfortunate. Smollett left the courthouse without speaking to reporters and surrounded by an entourage. He had claimed his attackers threw a noose around his neck and poured chemicals on he got, him. He got found guilty and he got to walk out of there? Slurs and expressions of support for former president. Man, if that was any one of us, we, we'd be, they, they'd be taking us to jail right now. We'd already been in jail. We would yeah, that dude, that dude. Yeah. Yeah, that dude, that dude, that he, he gonna walk away from that. I don't even know what to say about that shit, bro. I got mixed feelings about it. You know, it's kind of one of them things like I kind of believe what they were saying, what the brothers were saying, because it, it seems, you feel me, like, but I don't know, man. I don't want to be the court of public opinion, you know, so I'm just like, hey, man, I, to be honest with you, I don't even give a fuck, dog. Like, yeah. <laughs> whatever, man. It's just, it's, you know, it's whatever, bro. It's like, interesting. That's that's why. I, yeah, I don't really care either. Like, when, yeah, when yeah. The, the 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 simple fact that he's able to walk out, nigga. You already know if we were if we were found guilty on three counts of misdemeanor, uh, uh, putting up a hate crime, nigga. You already know. We ain't walking out that courtroom with an entourage, nigga. We getting handcuffed and we finna get an orange suit once we <laughs> go behind them doors. <laughs> like they gonna have you dressed out for you get back to the damn to the to the uh jailhouse, man. You already know how that finna go. So it's while like, you was, man, while you was standing because they already knew you was finna be guilty or something. They might have had your ass. They like okay, man. They had your suit ready, nigga, before you went. Well, you went to court. Hey, look here, man. What size you say you were? You kind of big. You may need about a three X four. Yeah, go on, put this on. <laughs> so what size shoe you wear? A ten? All right, we got some socks for you. <laughs> he in Chicago. You finna have long johns. You finna be suited out before you even <laughs> like, man. Nah, that shit crazy, bro. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. But that's crazy. <sighs> um, this that's little crazy, point, bro. Like, check this post out. It says, "I'm black, but look white." This is from Huffington Post, by the way. Here are the horrible things white people feel safe telling me. It says Huffington Post. I was outside my house gardening a few weekends ago when a neighbor whom I had known for almost 30 years, stopped by so I could pet his large fluffy dogs. I took my gloves off, squatted down to give the dogs a really good scratch around the ears and felt the sun on my back. What could be better? And then my neighbor said, why do you have a Black Lives Matter sign on your front lawn when all those people do is kill each other? <laughs> my, my lovely day screeched to a halt. You know I'm black, right? I said, standing up as tall as my 5'4 frame would allow, the sun shining on my blonde hair, 
I continued to pet his dogs because I needed the comfort of petting dogs at that moment and because I needed to keep my hands busy so they didn't slap the man's face. After the usual back and forth of him saying no and me saying yes, and then him trying to get, gauge exactly how black I was by asking which of my parents was black and me replying both, we had a very uncomfortable conversation about racism. That's interesting. What you think about that? Man, <clears throat> um, to be honest with you, I I can understand that because I can understand where she's coming from, man, because you know, colorism is a big thing, even in our even in our communities as as blacks. You know what I'm saying? Like I have been in the industry that I'm in. You know what I'm saying? Even me coming in there, like I went in there yesterday looking like this because I couldn't get I can't get into the barber until in the morning. You know what I'm saying? I went in there looking like this. You can clearly see I'm black hair, my goatee, mustache. But in the industry that I that I'm in, bro, like uh and I don't even like to be honest, like I don't even mingle with them like that. Like I'm I'm really out of sight, out of mind. And I get treated a lot different because of my lighter skin tone than my dude that's, you know, he he chocolate, like dude dark darker than me. You know what I'm saying? So you know, um and I've experienced in the workplace, you know what I'm saying, of them feeling a lot more comfortable talking to me about certain things or coming to me about certain things than they would somebody that's of a darker skin tone than me. You know what I'm saying? You know, so, and I, me personally, I take that, I take that to, you know, I don't take it as a, as a compliment or nothing like that when I say this, but I take it and I use it to my advantage because it helps me to see who these people truly are. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see who you truly are. You know what I'm saying? And see, <laughs> For me, if you're that one white guy that say, I ain't racist, my best friend black, like, you got one black friend, that's your best friend? Come on, dog. And I ain't even trying to hear that shit. That is so stupid. At the end of the day, the racism is so dumb as fuck. Like, the skin tone. This is an example of how stupid it is. It's so dumb. It's, it's based on some damn phenotypical yeah. skin tone as, like... I know, I don't know. It's so it's so retarded to me. But you you remember my you remember my aunt. You see, like go back to her picture. Okay. My dad. You remember my dad's sister. Yeah. Look, just they look exact. Like both of their parents are black, yeah. and my dad, both of my dad's sisters and his mom look exactly like this woman, bro. Mm -hmm. Skin tone. You would think they white as fuck, but they black. Both parents are black. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like both parents are fucking black. It's a lot hey, of look, you remember my aunt Cheryl, my aunt Glenda, and my grandmother Patricia, which God rest her soul, she passed away a year ago. My grandmother, but they look just like that. Exactly to the T. Only difference was my aunt and them, they they would dye their hair jet black, but they were fucking blonde headed, just like fine hair like that. You know what I'm saying? But they dyed their hair jet black. But yeah, like my aunt's like all my all my family in Louisiana, they all look like that. 
Every last one of them all look like that. You would think they white. Yeah. So that's what shows that it's done. Uh -huh. It's really, really stupid. <laughs> but really, see, really when I first came around, you remember you remember how light skinned I was, man. Mm -hmm. Shit. Sandy red hair. Real light skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. That's why it's dumb as hell. Well, uh, man. What's the name at tonight, man? Pat, I don't know. I texted him. He didn't hear me back. He probably sleep. Oh, okay, okay. What about your other dude? Oh, uh, uh, I forget that guy's name, man. The one that be uh, really emotional and shit talking. Curtis. Like, no, no, what's his? Name? I forget, dude. Name. That's, that's yeah, Curtis. Curtis. What, he he ain't around tonight. I texted him too. He didn't hear me back either. Telling, no telling. People yeah. got lives, you know. Yeah. 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 yeah I didn't even know that you uh, had texted me, man. Um, I was sitting here. Uh, I was sitting here. I was uh, trying to do my thing, wrapping up some uh, my wife's a little, my wife's Christmas gifts and stuff that I got her, and then we uh, ended up getting uh some new phones and stuff so i was trying to set them up online through verizon the new phones for myself and my kids and uh i was getting them set up and stuff and it's crazy man like it's 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 crazy like when you do device payments through verizon your phone is so easy to activate but i bought the phones like i paid i traded in I traded in three phones and they gave me, they got a special like $650 off. So I traded those phones in. And so I ended up paying the remaining balance off on all three of the phones. And I go to activate the night, like, bro, it was like ridiculously stupid to try to like, it was no activation links or nothing. And I, and they're closed. So I started, um, chatting through their 24-hour chat deal or whatever and finally the chick called me and we talked and you know and she walked me through the deal and i just asked her, i was like why is it that i got my wife a phone probably about three months ago and it's on device payments it came it was super simple and these phones here are paid off and it's telling me they can't be activated <laughs> like what the hell like it's one of them things they're trying to keep you in debt or something man discourage you <laughs> <laughs> it's all a that damn ripoff. It's, it's all crazy. a crazy. You get out of the snake to protect yourself from this uh, I take no steps. I have a rifle. If anybody comes to my house without a good reason, I, I intend to try and use it. Uh, and that's all. Right now? No, I don't worry. I'll tell you, I'm a man who believed that I died 20 years ago. And I live like a man who is dead already. I have no fear whatsoever of anybody or anything who's going to kill me. What get out of the would you take to protect yourself from this threat? I take no steps. I have a rifle. If anybody comes to my house. Malcolm X quote. I couldn't pass it up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Man, I, I heard I uh, I heard you guys had a, a damn good Thanksgiving, man. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I did some cooking. I really wasn't intending on because they, they asked me to just do some desserts. But I did more than that because oh, okay. situation. But yeah, it was pretty cool. That's what's up, man. Yeah, man, my wife let me mess with the turkey for the first time ever in 15 years. And uh, <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I, I be barbecuing and stuff like that just for the family. I don't I do it for more for the wife and the kids and like company when we have gatherings and stuff like that. And so she was like, ah, what, I don't know if I want to do the turkey in the oven. I was like, I'll smoke it. And she was like, what? Because I ain't ever mess. I'm like, yeah, I, man, it ain't nothing but a turkey. It's just like chicken, take a little bit longer, a little bigger. So we uh, we injected it. She made a house marinade here at the house and, and injected the turkey and uh, done a little dry rub on it. And I uh, <clears throat> kept, I put it on the pit, smoke, indirect heat. You know what I'm saying? I let it smoke. Sucker was, it came out of Mac and she was like, oh my God, I think I'm going to have to let you keep doing this, you know, every year because it came out tender. Far, I mean, it was literally when I went to take it off the pit, you know, it was, it was falling apart. Like the breast was coming apart. You know, the juice was right. It, it, it came out phenomenal, bro. I was proud of myself, proud of myself. Like, you know good. what I'm saying? And they loved it. They loved it. So yeah, I did that and uh <clears throat> she did she did a ham in here and stuff like that. But yeah, man, it it was it was nice, bro. Like we didn't have anybody over for Thanksgiving. Like I cooked the turkey the, the night before and my wife got up the next morning and finished off the ham and the yams and cabbage and dressing and macaron and all that stuff and and it was just me, her, and the kids, bro. We sat here at the dining ta dining room table, man, and just we ate and laughed and joked, just me, her, and the kids, and, you know, joking on each other and just kind of ranking on each other and just, just had a, a good little time, man. And then a uh, cousin of mine called me to come through, so we, we ended up going over there and hanging out with them for a little while. But, yeah, man, it was just – it was real chill, bro, real chill, real peaceful. Yeah, our our group wasn't that large either, but but it was special because uh, Tariq was there, so yeah, so I I did I did have a good Thanksgiving because Tariq came. We spent like two That's weeks up, with man. him. Yeah, and That's I ain't seen up. him in forever. I ain't seen him in like three years or some shit. Oh, okay. That's what's up, man. That's awesome. That's a blessing right there. Yeah. He taller than me now and shit. He grown. Nineteen. Yeah, yeah. He got Man. a job. He he worked construction. Okay, okay. Damn it, that boy doing the real manual labor. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, it is what it is, man. Uh. I was gonna ask you something and I freaking forgot what it was. Totally lost it. Um, I was gonna ask you something. It's gonna come back to me. Can't remember. Hey man, I didn't know that that dude uh, from CNN, Chris Como, Com what's his name? Chris Como? Yeah. Kumo? 
yeah, was being charged, was being brought up on sexual assault charges, man. I know his brother did, uh, yeah. some of the uh, governor of New York. That's crazy, man. Yep, they're coming at his ass too now. Already lost yeah. his job. Now, yeah. now, now he finna oh, yeah. liable to get in trouble. Yeah, yeah, you know CNN gonna. CNN gonna let you go after something like that. You not they not finna have you on their network. Yo, man. You know, but he was one of the highest. He was the highest. Um, he was the highest um paid anchor on CNN. He he drew their biggest crowd. Yeah. Man, that shit don't care. When something like that come out, bro, they finna let you go because they don't want to seem like they're supporting you. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna let you go. You know what I'm saying? Before they're gonna let you go before it before it even comes out that you, whether you're innocent or guilty. So, especially on something like that, you know, especially on something like that, they're gonna let you go. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to. At see. least that's the way I feel. Fred Hampton. What was that, bro? Uh, the dude they killed from the Black Panther Party. Uh, oh, here it is. I found. Did you ever watch that movie on that? Um, I watched a bit of it. Yeah, they came out. Uh, what was that on? That was on Netflix. I think that was Netflix. Uh, yeah, I caught a, I caught I a bit so. of it, for, and I and I told myself to watch it, but I ne I couldn't get into it for whatever reason. I ended up not watching the whole thing. Like I just caught a little bit of it, and I never went back to it. I got you. Did you watch it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I watched it. What'd you think yeah, of I it? I watched it. I watched it. I don't remember watching the whole I thing. I thought it was pretty good, man. <clears throat> I thought it was pretty good, man. But I don't know, man. It's just like, for me, it's like watching those kind of films. Um, even like watching like all the old school films, you know what I'm saying? Like back, you know, slavery movies and things of that nature. And just seeing that shit being acted out, bro. <laughs> like it. It I get so angry watching that, man. Yeah, it do something. Yeah, it make you so mad, bro. I think that movie was designed and... designed to make you hate that guy, <laughs> that the FBI informant guy, because um, yeah, right. When you when you walk away from that movie, you you really hate that guy, right? The 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 black guy who was the the one who the cop, you know, he got he caught a case and the cops made him into an informant and he he went in. He's the reason why they had the um the floor plan for where Fred Hampton was and all that shit that night, that morning. Yeah. Yeah. So and I, they, I think, they didn't go in there like asking questions, dog. They went in there just straight shooting. Pop, 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 pop. It was an assassination. So that's what this guy is going to talk about here. Give me a second. I'm going to take a quick break. Check a little bit of this video. I'll be right back. All right. The Fred Hampton. It's very important. 1969, um, Fred Hampton, age 21, Mark Clark, age 22, are assassinated 
in a damn contract killing between the FBI and Chicago Division and the, F and, and the Chicago Police, 2237 West Monroe Street. They're killed there. He's shot while he's sleeping in his bed. Uh, his partner, uh, Kua and Jerry, who's still alive, uh, she's eight and a half months pregnant with their son. Chairman Fred Hampton Jr., still alive, still struggling, swinging with both fists out there. In fact, uh, Jeffrey Haas has an excellent book called The Assassination of Fred Hampton. It came out last year. And again, I don't know what I did with my copies around here somewhere. I couldn't put my hands on it in 24 hours. But um, the killing of Fred Hampton is very important for a number of reasons. Um, Fred Hampton, who grew up in a middle class, working class uh, community, Fred Hampton, like Claudette Cole, was a member of the NAACP Youth Division. In fact, he's president of the NAACP Youth Division. Um, Fred Hampton began to, let me see if I got, I pulled a couple of those books too because I was able to put my hands on them, but if I don't see them right now. In fact, I would recommend for folks, if you really want to get a nice little single gloss piece, and we talked about this book before, Black Against Empire, The History and Politics of Black Panther Party, a wonderful international version of the history of Black Panther Party. There's a chapter in here, chapter nine, is it? Let me see. Chapter 10, Hampton and Clark. Hampton and Clark. That tells you the history of how this thing fit. It's very important to understand because Fred Hampton, charismatic, well-spoken, no drugs, didn't drink, this kind of thing. Fred Hampton was the one, in fact, Jacoby Williams, for those of you who want a more academic gloss on this, Fred Hampton is one of the members who helps found the Illinois State Division branch of the Black Panther Party. It was a state level branch. Mark Clark was in town in Chicago. He got murdered. There. He was in the house that night. He was the head of the Peoria branch, Peoria, Illinois. You know, Peoria, Illinois was also the birthplace of Richard Pryor, who's only about seven years older than Mark Clark. But at any rate, um, they were all there for the meeting they were having, the Illinois State Division. Jacoby Williams wrote a very good book called From the, From the Bullet to the Ballot which talks about how they're trying to build coalition politics. So uh, just like in Detroit, where you have black kind of bourgeois, uh, like Judge Crockett, who, uh, is worried, who is trying to defend those who were attacked from Republican New Africa. They were, there was a shootout between Republican New Africa and the police. Uh, the Republican New Africa was meeting at New Bethel Church, uh, Reverend, um, uh, Franklin, C.L. Franklin, Franklin's father is the pastor. He let the Republican New Africa meet there. Ms. Parks on the staff of Conyers is generating support for the RNA because they're going to try to railroad the RNA for shooting and all this kind of thing. So Judge Crockett, the Republican New Africa is involved. All these politicians, Rosa Parks is building coalition up there, among others, to try to defend them and promote them. Um, remember that movie Detroit? John Boyega? I'm like, man. What they don't show you is that in that what happened in Detroit when the police raided that after hours joint and shot up the place, shot up these, killed these black singers, performers, kind of thing. Again, white girls involved in the mix. After it was over, the Detroit community put the police on trial. Who was on the jury, the people's jury, among others? Rosa Parks. Convict those cops, even if just the people of Detroit convict these cops. So this kind of multiracial coalition, well, this this black coalition in Detroit was a multi-racial coalition in Chicago. Why? Fred Hampton says we should be able to build some coalition with these white boys. So why don't we? Can we talk to them? 
he reaches out on all sides. He reaches out to the young patriots. The young patriots are white. They call they call their part of town Chicago Hillbilly Harlem. <laughs> He's just like white. Well, you think and this is some MAGA type cats, except they also been kind of reading revolutionary stuff and they're saying we're all poor, we're all being exploited. Hampton starts meeting with them. This is the problem. This new emerging black uh, people, the Black Panther Party, meeting with the poor whites. Yeah, yeah. And not only that, on the other side, he meets, and that's why I'm mad now because I don't know what I put, did with the book. I brought it out, my man Lance Williams. Hold on, this is this is gonna bother me because I wait a minute. Ah, here we go. He meet with the games. Fred Hampton meets. This is a book by Natalie Moore, good sister Natalie Moore, Howard Grad, and Lance Williams. My man Lance Williams works at the Center for Inner City Studies, the Jacob Carruthers Center for Inner City Studies. He's gonna go on to talk about uh, how the, the almighty the idea of the, the Rainbow Coalition, the history, the uh, came the from Fred Hampton. Now everybody knows. And basically, he's saying Rangers, that's the reason why they the killed vice him. Lords, the gangster disciples, because he was bringing you know, the gangs, the white folks together. Hampton reaches out to Jeff Ford. The poor who, whites, who was with the poor him? blacks, bringing them all together. Bobby Rush, Congressman Bobby Rush. Now, who's also a Panther yeah. Illinois chapter in Chicago? They saying, "Hey, we should have some kind of coalition. Can we figure out a way to build political power together?" And the gangs is like, "Yeah, you want to join the gang? I don't know. You want to have a conversation because just Jeff Ford is brilliant." Meanwhile, what does counterintelligence program do? So, anyways, what what do you think about that? The idea of like, like, why do you think they killed him? You, you said you watched the movie. Well, why do you think they killed him? Because after, after watching because the they didn't want they didn't want they didn't want him banning people, bringing people together the way that he was. Man, I mean, you you think about that shit. Like you bringing whites and blacks together, the two strongest, the two powerful races, you know, in this country. They didn't want that. You know what I'm saying, and they. Furthermore, who who is this? Who is this nigga bringing all these white folks? You know, in on his side. You know, yeah. Like they, they didn't want to see nothing like that happen, man. You know, it's crazy if you think about it. Um, and and our present day. Well, let me say, in my present day, I think about um, I think about the late great Nipsey Hussle. You know, look at look at what he was doing. He was branching the hood. He was branching the hood. You know what I'm saying? Of uh, 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 L.A. with uh, Silicon Valley, which is the which is the electron. You know, which is the not electronic, but the technical mecca, pretty much technical mecca of the world. You know what I'm saying? The smartest people in the world are in Silicon Valley creating creating things. You know, he was branching, bringing that together. Not only was he doing that, he was trying to bring the police and the community together. You know, he was set to have a meeting with the police that that Monday morning. He got killed, what, on a Sunday? That Monday morning, he was supposed to have a meeting with the police, you know, and bringing the community and the police together, you know, to try to help with the gang and gang conflict and police conflict in the community and things of that nature. So the powers that be didn't want to see that because just think about how much they make off of the corruption. You know what I'm saying? And Look, down in those areas, man. That's touching on they, something. They didn't want to see somebody like him. 
they don't want to see somebody like him, a young black, young black dude that was once a gangbanger, now turned his life around, but he's turned his life around for the better. He's helping the community. He's doing a work in the community. He's taking the talent and the smart of our young African-American and brown kids in these communities and partnering them up with Silicon Valley. Not only that, he's bringing the, the police together with the community. The powers that be didn't want, and then the prolific shit that he was talking about, man, the yeah. thing, the truth that he was speaking, they didn't want that, bro. He was, he was waking a lot of people up and not just black people because Nipsey was well known across every race, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Like he was waking so many people up and the power that he had, bro, the power that he was gaining, they didn't want that. So it's the same thing with Fred Hampton. They didn't want to see that, bro. They didn't want to see. If you think about what they were trying to accomplish was to actually have been successful and he lived and was able to create this coalition and band these people together, just think about what the world would be like today. You know what I'm saying? And it's like <clears throat> so many whites are fighting not to be a minority. Y'all are already a minority, bro. The world is waking up to the bullshit that y'all are on. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> in my opinion, man, I'm not saying all, but these motherfuckers, that's the powers that be, dude. They are some of the most genocidal motherfuckers there is, bro. You know, they're killing people. They're killing people in mass numbers. You know, like, it's just some, it's some crazy shit, bro. Like, they don't want to see that. You know, just think about you doing this podcast, King Chuck Entertainment. You get out there and your shit hit off and people are listening to you and you're speaking power. You're waking people up. You're stating facts. And, 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 and not only are you speaking these facts, but you're showing the literature behind it. The, the, you're giving people references of the shit that's out there. You think after a while they ain't going to come after your ass? Are they going to try to blackball you? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, they don't want you to know that shit. They want you to be dumb. You know what I'm saying? They want to keep the crime. They want to keep the the divide. They know if blacks and whites and browns come together, say, dude, that'll be a movement like no other. That'll be a movement like no other, man. Them them old ass white folks up there in, in, in DC and over there and, 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 and the the Rothschilds and all of these these powers that be these they don't wanna see that shit, bro. Mm -hmm. Why do you think they're pushing so hard for this AI shit, this artificial intelligence? Because that shit ain't gonna discriminate against nobody. That that's their key to get out of oh, there's no discrimination. This is a robot. You know what I'm saying? And Elon Musk said it said it the best, dude. AI is worse than anything that they could ever do to 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 humankind to to human beings to mankind. It's the worst thing ever for us. Well, I this think artificial intelligence shit for the police department because, like you were saying earlier, the disconnect between the people and the police department is an issue. They 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 need to bring the community and the police department together. That's still an issue to this day. That needs to be dealt with. But if you make the robots, if you make the damn police into robots, 
then how connected is the police? You know, the people going to be with the police, you know, the the police need to be yeah. community. And then they create these robots. They create these robots not to miss. And then they create these robots to be able to chase your ass down. Not only that, if you try to run them, they're going to shoot you on sight. You think about it. <clears throat> this shit is going to all this. They're trying to turn this shit basically into, if you ask me, a squid game, red light, green light. <laughs> like, red light green light stop i said stop stop running the police this is the police stop running stop shit ain't gonna be none of that stop running and you fan only thing you're gonna hear is gunshots going off and you better hope you got some moves to duck and dodge them motherfucking bullets damn, <laughs> like, damn efficient ass robot shooting at your ass what do you think about this hell US yeah the U.S. Senate passes bill to overturn vaccine mandate. Did we talk about that earlier? Because I talked about that earlier in the show. I don't know yeah, if I talked yeah. about it with you. We did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We we hit on that. We hit on that. Yeah, that that shit is. That's just that. That's stupid, bro. That's stupid, man. What about this? You can't infringe on people' rights. Cost for here. Puma Court asthma inhaler. Zero dollars in Canada. Uh, that's where is that? That's UK. The UK. Thirty-three dollars. UK. Europe. UK. And three hundred eleven dollars in America. It says, "I'm sick and tired of the pharmaceutical industry continuing to rip off the American people. It's long past time to end their greed." Yeah, what you think about that? Wow, well, I've been stuck against that. I think it's fucked up that. We are we are the greatest nation supposed to be the greatest nation in the world, but you know we're the greatest nation in the world. But people in our country can't get citizens, can't get health care. You know what I'm saying? But it go you know it's almost like this too. They're mandating vaccinations on us as citizens, as Americans, but they got open borders, and you got these people coming in from all over the fucking world that aren't vaccinated but you're going to enforce us to be vaccinated you know what i'm saying yeah, it's, it's just dude it, it, it's really crazy it's ridiculous bro it's like ridiculous. The medication should not be high but the thing about it is there it goes again i think we as a people are gonna have to stand up and band together and fight this shit, bro. As long as we stay divided, they're gonna continue to do what the fuck they're doing to us. They're gonna continue to charge you three hundred and eleven dollars for us. I know. I can look. I can take my iPad over to the drawer right now and show you the asthma medications my son are on. My son is on, and I got damn good medical insurance, and that shit still hit me. You know what I'm saying? It's still like. Even with the insurance, it still hits me for like 150, you know what I'm saying? 200 bucks, depending on, you know, which, you know, how strong it, if, if it's the everyday Simbacord inhaler or if it's the, the, the steroid, uh, um, inhaler, you know what I'm saying? Rescue. And if it's the rescue inhaler, I'm pretty much paying the fucking full price. I may get like, a few dollars off, but I'm paying the full price because it's a it's not the fucking generic brand. You know what I'm saying? It's the full like it's the full fledged Simbacort. You're paying for that name, dude. And the pharmaceutical industry they know that, but as well as that's why they want to keep us sick. 
they want to keep you sick. You know what I'm saying? And and the thing to me, in my personal opinion, bro, I think it goes beyond greed and financial gain. I think it I think it boils down to population control. Because if you have this many people so sick and they can't afford these medications, guess what? They're gonna die. They're gonna die off. You feel me? They're gonna die. They can't afford these medications. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, they don't have so if they can't afford the medications, more than likely they don't have the income to go out and, and, and purchase the healthier foods in the supermarkets. So they're eating bad as fuck. They're eating all they're buying all of the processed foods, processed lunch meat. They're not they're not going to the deli and buying real turkey breast that's seven ninety nine a pound. Nigga, they buying fucking Carl Budden's <laughs> uh, turkey that don't even look like turkey. This shit look like potted meat that's cut thinly sliced. You know Probably what I'm is. saying? You know, and that's like I tell my kids, bro, like, y'all, y'all don't know what it is to struggle. Do you realize what I sacrifice every day for you? Like, my kids, they eat dead. And I'm not bragging about no stretch of the imagination, bro. But they eat deli lunch meat. If they have to take a sandwich for, for lunch, it's deli. It's deli sliced chicken breast, deli sliced turkey breast. You know what I'm saying? Like, they ain't eating the shit that we grew up on, nigga. We fucking uh, you should uh, 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 Raph's bologna and, and yeah, and, and that fake ass salami with them big ass peppercorn season that we used to have to try to pull out our pull out that shit <laughs> you know what yes. i'm saying like they eat good, good shit you know what i'm saying yeah uh, they eating they eating good bro like you know it's like so i think it's you know i think people look at the financial part of it but in my personal opinion it goes beyond that it's a way to control the population look at how many people are dying on a daily basis that 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 has fucking uncontrollable chronic diabetes that's dying from cancer dying from all of these fucking diseases because they don't have the money to go to the doctors they don't have the money for for chemotherapy they don't have the money to go and buy these fucking uh 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 medications that 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 could cure them or or at least slow down the process of what cancer is doing to their body you know what i'm saying like they don't have it. So they know the majority of motherfuckers that get caught in them situations just to endure. Like we've seen it so much growing up in the hood. Motherfuckers that were sick all the time. They they done drugs heavily. Why? To fucking ease the pain. They hurting all the time. They can't afford medications. They didn't wore out they welcome at all of the county hospitals. You know what I'm saying? The county hospital had them sitting in the motherfucking ER for 24 hours and filling them up with just bullshit Tylenol. They're not giving them the good shit that's going to help them to f- help the pain subside and let them get a good night's rest. They're giving them Tylenol and ibuprofen and telling them it's, you know, and telling them it's fucking Tylenol fours with codeine in it or, or it, you know, giving them injects. Like, so what they do, they go to the dope man. You know what I'm saying? They go hit a line of Coke or, or go get a crack rock. You know what I'm saying? Just to, to, to ease that pain, to help them to fucking get a couple of hours of sleep till that shit start hitting them again. So for me, 
in my personal opinion, like I say, people, you know, we look at it from the financial part because it hits us in our pockets. But to be honest, I think it goes, like I say, it goes further than greed. America feels like they are in charge and it shouldn't be these many people walking this, walking the face of the earth as there is. What is it like six or seven billion people? You know what I'm saying? The city, what 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 is the census for Houston? Houston has what seven or eight million people in Houston alone, if not more. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, bro. I think to me it goes beyond that shit. It goes beyond just the greed. Steve. Check this uh, out, and I'm probably going to wrap yeah. it soon because I've been on, I'm going on three hours now. Check this out because I talked about this earlier yeah. in the video. Um, the Holocaust was legal. People who hid Jews were criminals. Slavery was legal. People who freed slaves were criminals. Segregation was legal. People who stood up for equality and justice were criminals. Our government and laws aren't a guide to human decency and morality. What you think about that? Shit is not. We see it every day. It's not. We see it every day. In the court system, money talk bullshit walk. If you got money, you get away with pretty much everything. Any and everything. You know what I'm saying? If you're a trust fund kid, you're not going to see jail. You may get a little probation. You know what I'm saying? Like they, we see it every day, bro. There's, there's definitely inequality exists. It has never went away. You know what I'm saying? It has never went away. You know, and you know they they say what? Why? Why is a person who's trying to free slaves a criminal? Because they're taking away your free labor. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that criminal? To, to beat somebody into submission, to make them work for free? Isn't that criminal? You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's bullshit, bro. It's bullshit. There's no, there's no true just, you know, I think in my personal opinion, justice is, def you know, it's up to the person. It's defined by the individual. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's just, it is what it is, man. That's the way they view it. Yeah, you know, I think so. Back in the day, during the Holocaust, if you were caught uh, hiding slaves out, you know, you were killed. You know, so. It's just crazy, bro. It's just crazy because that's what I think people need to recognize, though, because they blindly follow authority. They blindly follow the law and they just go along with the crowd. Everybody's doing it. I don't give a damn if everybody is doing it. If it doesn't align with my moral values, you know what I mean? Uh, what I feel is something I want to be a part of or not, then I'm not going along with it. I don't care if every single other person on the planet is on that shit. I'll be like, I'm not on that shit. I'm sorry, y'all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but <clears throat> there's not many people in this world that's, that, that's willing to stand alone. 
most people nowadays, bro, they want to be, they want to fit in. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Clout, the, the clout chasing thing is so huge. The, the, you know, the, the, I think because of the internet has, um, we talk about bullying, the internet has taken bullying to another dimension. And these kids are super sensitive. Um, like you said, they're really soft, man. And they're super sensitive um, with comments and stuff like that. So they, they're constantly buffering each other, especially with the internet, pushing them into what you're supposed to, what's acceptable. You know what I mean? How you're supposed to behave. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and it's, it's fucked up <clears throat> because the group is pushing everybody to more and more of this like debauchery, ratchet, you know, lower self behaviors, insecurity, you know, bloated egos, you know, uh, uh, wrath because they love to get revenge. Like that's a big thing. That's why a lot of the shootings happen. Like uh, the kids, they just like, you know, somebody made them look bad on internet or something. <laughs> they made some comments on their live. <laughs> and they finna, man, we finna go shoot these niggas. They literally go get some guns and literally go drive over there and literally go shoot the people over some comments under their live. Yeah, that shit crazy, bro. It's crazy, dude. <sighs> It's crazy. 